0: in hey we're not judging sometimes you just need to get those z's
1: and if you need to snooze we'd much rather you did it at home in your warm comfortable bed than in our pews you can always catch up with the sermon later right here on this sunday morning sleep in podcast
0: you'll still miss out on the intergenerational community and the support and encouragement that that brings and you you'll miss out on some pretty fabulous music And, uh, of course, you'll miss out on the kids trying to throw us off during children's moments. Which they do very well. Oh, yeah. Those are their experts. And, Ben, you'll definitely miss the snacks in the fellowship hall after worship. But, hey, we'll give you what we can.
1: I'm Chris Marshall. And I'm Susan Foster. And we are United Methodist Pastors in Reno, Nevada, the biggest little city in the world. Uh, We're not theological experts or uh, great internationally acclaimed preachers we are your average pastors helping our congregations think through life's big questions every week
0: we started this podcast so if you're away from home or working or coaching your kids soccer team or maybe just sleeping in you can keep up with some of the ideas that we're tossing around and uh, discussing at church
1: each episode is a conversational version of the sermon that we gave on Sunday so whatever day it is when you're listening to this um, snuggle up and settle in and get ready to receive this with an open mind and an open heart.
0: Quick note, we don't really care if you agree with everything we say. In fact, we encourage you to question it, <laughs> Please. to disagree, to figure out what you think. But our sincere hope is that you will experience the mysterious loving force in the world we know as God moving in your life as you consider what we have to say today.
1: All right, Susan, take it away.
0: So. Uh, this is, uh, the sermon from the 27th of November, the first Sunday of Advent. Yes. And for those of us who follow the, the lectionary, this is the first Sunday of the new year of year A and I didn't preach a single thing off that lectionary this week. <gasps> I went off lectionary. It's Shocking. like
1: off-roading. Um, I mean, I went on lectionary, which shocked my church. So, so you know, there we go. everybody does it a little different. And actually
0: I did like kind i did allude to the isaiah passage right, well. because it's quoted in the in the main my main gospel text but um i
1: think that's the equivalent of like a participation medal in sports
0: something like that something yeah. like that right well um and uh, that's because at my church i'm doing a sermon series for advent so the four sundays beginning november 27th and ending um uh, before Christmas, December eighteenth, December eighteenth. Well, December twenty fourth, really. Really, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're some folks in my church are reading a book called "Awaiting the Already." Awaiting the Already. Uh, yeah, an Advent journey through the Gospels hmm. by uh, Magre De Vega. Okay. And um, so we are um, journeying off lectionary, but journeying in the midst of the Gospels this Advent season. So we start with Mark.
1: Oh, the great Christmas story in Mark. The
0: great Christmas story in Mark. The one That's with where the, we're uh,
1: the angels and the shepherds and the Right, so the let's see if you can slowing. hear it. Yeah, no, yeah, no, 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 there's not even
0: a donkey it. in this story. So right. you're going to hear, uh, I'm going to read here in a minute that, that, that passage. But um, we start with Mark because it's the earliest one written. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we're just we're going to go through those uh, this Advent season. So um, let me read to you. Let me read us the passage. It's um, Mark one verses one through eight in the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the son of God, as it is written in the prophet Isaiah, see, I am sending my messenger ahead of you who will prepare your way the voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming the baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And the people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now, John was clothed with camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, the one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I'm not worthy to stoop down and untie his thong of his sandal. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit.
1: So you start with a wild man in the wilderness.
0: A wild man in the wilderness. That's where we start. And, um. This is just one of those like crazy places. Like, you know, it's how you tell a story, right? Mm-hmm. So Mark t- starts telling the story by drumming up excitement, right? So, so drum roll,
1: please. Drum
0: roll, please. But what Mark has done is said, here is this passage from Isaiah that we have been looking at and looking at and looking at. And look, we get to be the people who experience this because oh. here is John standing in the wilderness. Yelling out, "Repent! Yeah, repent!" And so, it's a it's a great message for Advent because it's pulls us a little bit. It it wakes us up and it it shocks us that it doesn't have Mary and Joseph or Elizabeth and and it doesn't have um, any of those angel visitations that we've come to expect. No hipster weeks. nativity. No hipster nativity. In fact, this is well, maybe this is the ultimate hipster nativity, right? It's the crazy guy, yeah, with long beard standing on the corner i don't know i don't know but what we have is um this sort of challenge right so mark takes this what was probably written at least 500 years if not longer before jesus comes on the scene Mm -hmm. this thing that people have been thinking when is this going to happen when is this going to happen and puts it in the present tense yeah for folks and um and sometimes we need a little bit of that in our life don't we because I don't know about you, but the Christmas thing, like we keep doing it over and over again the same way, right? Because Christmas is all about tradition, right? Uh-huh. And we keep doing it the same way over and over again. And, and Mark is kind sort of telling us maybe that's not the way, maybe that's not where we start at least. Maybe you need to shake it up a little. Maybe shake it up a little, right? So so where I where I really took this this week is is, is this whole, this, uh, this quote from Isaiah, right? Mm-hmm. A voice in the wilderness crying out, Make the way straight, and I got thinking about how it's—it's it's like those statements, like um, you know, go physician, heal thyself. Yeah, right. Like go, go fix it.
1: Yeah, just get it, get it right. You
0: can go fix it, right? Yeah. Right. Go make the path straight, and on the surface we think, oh yeah, that'd be easy. I can do that. And then we were reminded that it's not actually that easy. Yeah, <laughs> that it's um it's a little more complicated than that, and that we get distracted really, really easily, especially in this time with the pretty lights and and sales and you know um, all sorts of things like that. Inflatable reindeer. Inflatable reindeer. It's pretty know. exciting. Where some, of, some of my old friends would say the illuminated asses I mean. oh
1: wow <laughs> but going, um, going blue on us Susan. just a
0: little bit just a little <laughs> bit but um you know mark really really writes this text he doesn't worry about the birth of jesus he does not want us to miss out on the on the core message mm-hmm. on the core thing he does not want us to be unprepared yeah. to be caught unawares and that got me thinking about how we prepare for things okay and how that's just like a, a fact of life right we're always preparing for something whether it's as simple as preparing for um dinner yeah you know you got to go do the grocery shopping you got to think about what you're going to have that's a simple, if you're me
1: you've got to wash the pots and pans in exactly, the sink from last night's dinner right
0: right yeah or or the next you know the the idea of you know for bigger things, like, like just going on a trip, you know, Mm -hmm. you got to make sure the car is good or you got the right airline tickets You get to the airport at the right time. You know, those are, those are, those are preparing. Right. Mm -hmm. Or like, um, in my church community, we got a new baby this week and it's like watching the mom get prepared for that. You know, you know, you know, the new, the new life among you, that's a big life change. Nesting. Nesting. There's a whole bunch of that. Right. So my question is for, for us, as we begin Advent, what have you done to prepare for this season? Are we just going to be caught unawares? Mm. Are we gonna Are we gonna let that happen, or or are we making the space that we need to for the presence of God to enter in? Mm. I think we do a lot of resisting of God's way. I think we do a lot of resisting of God's way, and we or we get stuck with our own ideas instead of God's way. Like you know, that's the resistance there. Like like cynicism and snark about Isaiah? Oh, maybe, maybe, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um. But I also, I mean, I think there's some other like pretty poetic ways to be thinking about the about what what Mark is saying here. You know, are you making the road twisted and crooked when it could be straight? Oh. Because I think that's that's one of those things we do, right? Yeah. Right. And I I challenge my folks to be thinking about that. You know, where are you resisting yielding to God? Where are you? Um, where are you making things crooked and twisted when they could be straight? You know, and that's very real. Like that—that mm-hmm. that comes down to some very real stuff. You know, are you giving forgiveness? Yeah. Are you asking for forgiveness? Are you owning your stuff? Yeah. Right. Are you are you are you prepared to let your your life be changed, even even if it's hard? Yeah. Are you ready for that? So, and I got thinking about the the very idea of building a road. Mm -hmm. Right. Like this is that's that's the image that comes to mind with out of Isaiah. Right. Like these roads are going to be made straight. And I'm remembering when they built the road between the town I used to live in and the next big city Uh and how when I moved to town, people were so excited that there was going to be this like big main road between the two towns. Right. And I couldn't see evidence of it. Right. Yeah. But it took work. Yeah. Took work to build that road. And it had taken 10 years before I moved to town. And it, and and it took another building. five years after I had moved there before we actually got to drive on that road. Wow. But but you began to see the motion. You began to see the movement, right? And at first it just looked like the construction guys were just playing in the dirt. Yeah,
1: just pushing it around.
0: Right. And then you could drive by and you go, oh my gosh, the poles have been moved. Yeah. Right? Or that, there was a house there when I drove by this morning and there's not now, right? Yeah. So that the road can go through. And thinking about how... That's the kind of preparation that sometimes it's the, sometimes what we're doing is the not so flashy moving the dirt around. Yeah. And that sounds like busy work, but that's the ability to be able to be who God calls us to be is dependent on being, being ready to build
1: the behind the scenes stuff
0: the of behind like the scenes stuff, you know, working on yourself
1: and getting your own stuff squared away and also, you know, doing the kind of
0: mundane things, the day to day stuff yeah and then the other thing that that I think is key in this passage is that um, Mark is talking about two messengers. Mm-hmm. you know if we talk about about prophets, right being people who point and say, this is where God is, yeah move in that direction.
1: yeah, pay attention. You might want
0: to move that way.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> a little to the left might be helpful. <laughs> um, it that's who, both who isaiah and and John are, right? They're saying a little to the
1: left, a little to, to the left. left. A political statement or not a political statement. Not a statement. political statement. Just it reminds a, me of the dog in uh Gilmore girls that um she at one point dates this guy oh, yeah, yeah yeah digger and he trains his dog to move a little to the to left. A, to little a little to, to the, the left, left.
0: Right? Yeah, a little to the left. Right. But yeah. it's that, that concept, right? That 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 here are two examples of messengers. One of the things I think Mark is trying to tell us is that we are messengers. Yeah. And if if we're caught unawares, we can't direct anybody else in the direction of God. Right. We're not prepared to see God, even in the smallest way, we can't do what we're called to do. So I think what Mark is doing is waking us up to that fact hmm. in this passage. And that's why he starts there. That's why he doesn't worry about where, where Jesus came from. Yeah. He's just like, this is where we're pointing. Yeah, but, but he's coming, right? But right, like, he's he, coming. It doesn't
1: matter where he came from. He's here. here. <laughs> Pay attention. Yeah, yeah. Pay attention. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. Not getting stuck in the details. He, I was yeah. thinking the image that kept coming to my mind when you were talking was when I was training. My dog, I have a, a, a boxer, and boxers are notoriously short of attention span. In fact, um, she's so short of attention span, her name is Squirrel yep. um, for a couple of reasons. One, as a shout out to Doug from Up, um, the Disney Pixar movie, the dog that gets distracted mid-conversation right. and shouts Squirrel. And two, because there's nothing more fun than going to a dog park and shouting Squirrel and watching all of the dogs get distracted at the same time while my dog continues to run around and do whatever she wants to do and doesn't respond to her name. But when I was training her to walk, she was notorious for crossing back and forth in front of you mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. tripping you up because she didn't know how to walk in a straight line. Mm-hmm. Like I had a teacher how to walk in a straight line.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that sometimes we really need that kind of intentional space to stop and smell the roses and that's okay. Yeah. But that if we know where we're going, you know, pick up your stuff and let's go. Like, let's get on the road. Um, and you got to have the perspective and the focus To keep an eye on it, Mm -hmm. right? To pay attention and keep an eye on it so that you're not crisscrossing back and forth across the road and tripping up on the dog leash and and, and getting confused um, or distracted along the way.
0: And that reminds me, I just saw some research recently that talked about how humans can't actually walk in a straight line. What? Yeah, like you uh, blindfold us and tell us to walk straight Uh and we cannot walk straight. (laughs) We cannot walk straight. They have done the research we cannot walk straight. So if we inherently can't walk straight, we've got to be paying attention. Yeah, exactly. We've got to be paying attention. We've got to not be caught unawares. Yeah. Otherwise, we we think we're on the right path and we have wandered far. Yeah. 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 I,
1: I mean, I can't walk in a straight line even by human standards <laughs> i can't walk in a straight line so
0: well but uh, th- some of but i you can know... see
1: a lot farther than my dog can and i know where yeah, we're exactly. going no so. but i
0: just if our dogs can't you know if our dog doesn't do it naturally we don't do it naturally there's something there in what mark is trying to say yeah pay attention look yeah. around
1: pay attention exactly figure out where you're supposed so, to be so what are some of the ways that you're getting ready for the so, advent season miss susan
0: well so for me one of the things i was you know i was to you know, obviously I'm a pastor. I'm going to give some suggestions to folks, right? Uh-huh. But really, really inten- being <laughs> intentional about um, how we're treating one another okay. in this season. I mean, I think especially with the, everything that's going on. But
1: Everything that's going on being your allusion to the election. To the elections. And, and, and the upheaval well, that has sort that, of that come has... to light during this 18-month election cycle and exactly. post-election cycle.
0: Exactly. And that you should we should take up a practice. You know, we were mm-hmm. talking last week in the last podcast about Christianity being a practice. Right. And so that's what Mark's calling us to this practice and practice of awa- alertness, practice of awakeness. So, you know, I've invited people to be a part of a, of a small group studying the book we're doing. I've invited people to into some of our other practices. We have a lot of um, traditions in our congregation uh, that help us to be remembering that we're not the center of the world. Right. We're not the center of the universe. And so that's part of it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's where we're that's where we're headed. So cool. Yeah. And
1: uh, one of the practices that sort of has become quite popular in the last few years, if if you're not around a community uh, that you can engage with, but you're interested in talking to other people, or at least um, having some connection to other people through this season, that Rethink Church does like oh, yeah. a photo a day thing, mm-hmm. where you can share on social media, on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Um, with a hashtag and uh, just check out rethink church uh um rethink and you'll be able to find more about it but every day there's a word um, that you can sort of think about meditate on and then find some image in your life and it helps you just pay attention right because yep. then you're thinking oh man I'm looking for hope today I'm looking for hope and so you're not going to miss it when you see you know that kid helping his grandmother to stand up or Right. Um, or those moments of um, of light in your life that you really need to help keep you going. You're going to be paying attention because you're looking for that. So I think the first day was hope and the second day today is longing. Yes. Um, but th- there's ways to engage with people on social media even about yes. how to experience and express this mystery that we're always barking on about in church. Amen. Uh, in your own life. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Sunday Morning Sleep In podcast. If you have questions for us or stories that relate to the topics we've been discussing today, shoot us an email at SundayMorningSleepIn at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook uh, backslash SundayMorningSleepIn. The scripture for this podcast was Mark 1, 1 through 8, from the NRSV, Uh From the NRSV. And uh, and the theme
0: music you heard is Take Me Higher by Jazzer. So, at the end of worship, there's a benediction, and... um, that is traditionally the time in which the, the pastor of a church sends the congregation forth, and that's always something we're doing, right? We come in, and that's not that doesn't mean our our work for the week is done. We are just beginning because we come in, and then we find that support that we talked about in our opening, and then we go forth, and so I send you forth. From listening to this podcast that you might go into the world to be messengers, to point to where God is, to join where God is, and to be with God in this season. In Christ's name. Amen. Amen.